And behind the scenes interview time here on Worcester Radio, our guest in studio, a familiar voice. He joins us a couple times every single month from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County talking agricultural issues is Rory Levandusky. Rory, good morning. Happy to have you in here as always. Good morning, Ron. Glad to be here. Well, today we're talking about farm business meetings. And before we get into the details of conducting uh, a farm business meeting, Rory, can you tell us why a farm should hold a business meeting? You know, why is this something that uh, is, is relevant? Sure. Well, I know a number of farms out there that uh, do hold business meetings, but my hope is that more farms are going to begin to institute this practice because of its benefits. So consider this statistic, uh, just maybe as a motivation. 65% of all family businesses fail after two generations and 90% fail after three generations. Wow. Yeah. And I, I've actually seen some survey results. They ask people, you know, what do you think are the reasons for family business failures? And overwhelmingly what people think is that failure was probably the result of poor financial uh, management. Uh, maybe they didn't do a good job of estate planning. They made some financial planning errors and that's what ended up in the failure. However, an actual study of going back and looking at the actual reasons of why business failed. And this was conducted on more than 3,200 families whose businesses failed in the second and third generations. What that study found was that the actual reason was breakdown and trust of breakdown of trust and communication within the family was the cause of 65% of the failures, and the estate and financial planning errors caused less than 5% family business failures. So again, the main reason for a farm to hold a business meeting is to facilitate and promote communication and trust. Roy, what exactly is involved when you're talking about a farm business meeting? You know, I understand that the communication and building trust can result, but you know, how does that happen? There's got to be a starting point. Yeah. You know, where is that? Yeah. Well, I think for farm business meetings to have value and build that trust and facilitate communication, uh, they have to be regular and they have to be consistent. So therefore, one decision is, well, how often, you know, to hold that farm business meeting? Is it going to be weekly? Will it be biweekly? Is it going to be quarterly? Uh, and then, you know, what day of the week and what time of day works best? Now on a farm, obviously there's there's always something to do on a farm, but you know there are some times that are going to be busier than others. So what kind of business then is going to be discussed at this meeting? What's the purpose of the meeting? Is it to discuss you know the milking schedule or the implementation maybe of a new health protocol? Is it to choose the hybrids and varieties that are going to get planted out in the field this year? Uh, is it to make a decision about the repair or replacement of a piece of equipment? Uh, is it a meeting about family matters and relationships? Uh, could it be about estate planning? Uh, again, those are all valid topics that could be considered at a farm business meeting. The farm manager then needs to make a decisions about you know, what kind of topics the meeting will discuss and how that meeting will be structured. You know, Rory, how does a farm get started with business meetings? Are, are there ground rules or maybe guidelines that can be helpful in conducting the meetings? And, you know, anything else that can maybe you know, make them be successful because the last thing you want to do is start them up and, and just see them fizzle out because uh, the right things aren't being discussed or in the right way. Yeah, Ron, those are good points, uh, good questions. Uh, so, you know, and most people, you know, to complicate that, uh, many people don't really, they don't like or enjoy meetings. And so if that farm business meeting is going to be successful, it, it takes some planning. So you, you've got to do some planning beforehand. Successful meetings begin with setting an agenda. Uh, write down the topics or discussion points and if possible let the meeting participants know ahead of time what's going to be on the meeting agenda. 
generally, no one really likes to be surprised by discussing topics, uh, particularly if they're going to be some difficult issues or something that maybe requires some, some thought. Uh, don't surprise them. So, and I think another important thing is to set a beginning and ending time for the meeting. Uh, start promptly and end on time, even if you don't get through the entire agenda. That tells folks that, uh, you know, this is going to be it. It's not an open-ended meeting. You can come here, know this is when we're starting and when we're going to get out. And I think you'll get better participation. Uh, that's going to also, if you, if you start and end on time, it's going to give you, over time, give you a feel for how many agenda items can be handled in your allotted meeting time. Again, very few people like to attend an open-ended meeting that's going to, you know, end whenever we get done. Rory, are there some guidelines maybe that can help to facilitate communication? Some people may be more talkative than others and, and open, and some people might, you know, go off on a tangent, derail a discussion, and obviously that kind of draws people out of the conversation. Um, how are these situations best handled? Yeah, again, good points. Uh, it, it's important, I think, to really have some ground rules or guidelines for communication. Uh, several articles that I read about conducting farm business meetings provided suggestions for these communication ground rules, and some of those suggestions were, uh, one, only one person talks at a time. Uh, another is each person maybe gets, you know, five minutes or whatever you might decide upon at the farm, but let's say you only get five minutes uh, to talk before someone else gets an opportunity to speak. Uh, some other ground rules could be there's no blaming other people. There's no personal tax. We're going to keep this, again, business-focused. You want to keep the discussion professional and on topic. Uh, another rule might be, now, what's said in the meeting stays in the meeting unless the group decides that there's some reason uh, to, to do otherwise. And again, everyone's opinion should be valued. There should be no personal tax that that's a dumb opinion. Everyone's opinions and questions should be valued. Uh, one article suggested that when the meeting involves family members, uh, and this is interesting. One way of keeping the meeting business oriented is to leave family titles like mom and dad aside and you address and respond to everyone with first names, uh, just as you would out in, in a business relationship. Uh, finally, there should be some type of agreement about how decisions are going to be made. Is it, you know, simple majority rule? Does it have to be consensus? Or is, or is the purpose of that farm meeting just to give advice and suggestions to the farm owner and the farm manager and, and they ultimately decide? You mentioned decisions that will be made. Should there be a record of the meeting? I mean, I have to imagine there should be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, notes need to be taken to help everyone remember. That way, you know, people can't go back and say, okay, we didn't discuss this or, yeah. you know, we discussed this, but maybe the details are a little foggy. That's, yeah, that's, again, a great idea and, and exactly what's recommended, as you suggested. Uh, again, you know, none of us have perfect memories, and additionally, uh, our memories of what happened at a particular meeting, can, they can change over time, uh, and so it really is a good idea to have a written record of those decisions that were made, including some of the important maybe discussion points as well that led up to that, that particular decision. Uh, notes of the meeting are also obviously useful to participants who may not have been able to attend, and then those notes or meeting minutes can save time so that business items from past meetings don't have to be discussed again at each new meeting. Rory, who should be the one conducting the meeting? Is the farm owner or the manager the person who does that? You know, and, and as far as when you're talking about running a farm business meeting, what's generally required? Yeah. Well, the, the key point here is whoever that person is, and it, it might be the farm owner or manager, but that person needs to be able to 
run the meeting to keep discussions on topic. Uh, they have to be able to enforce those communication ground rules uh, that we've agreed upon. Uh, that person needs to be a good listener. Uh, and this is an important point. That person has to be one who doesn't get too emotional about any of the agenda topics. So again, in some cases, uh, maybe that is the farm owner or the farm manager. Maybe they are the right person to conduct the meeting, but you know, not always. Uh, it could be another family member or maybe someone else on the farm team. Depending on the agenda, uh, there may be a need to bring in a facilitator from outside the farm, someone who has the respect of the farm family to help conduct some of the meetings. Okay, so we've talked about who should conduct it, but who all should be included when you're having a meeting like this? Is this just a meeting involving family members, uh, just those active on the farm? Are you talking employees as well? How many people are, are involved in this? Yeah, in general, uh, farm business meetings really should include everyone who's involved in that day-to-day -day operation of the farm. Uh, now, on some farms, uh, you know, that's the entire family. On other farms, it may be a mix of a family and non-family farm employees. Uh, I know some farms that even include uh, some of the outside folks who are important to their farm, uh, their nutritionist, uh, veterinarian, uh, maybe an ag lender or some other ag professional. And some of that can depend upon the agenda topic, who you need to come in and, and give you maybe some input on various topics to help make decisions. Uh, there may be occasions, again, when non-farm non -farm family members are invited. They've left the farm, uh, they still have some ties, but maybe they would be invited back. And a ex good example of that would be, say, uh, your agenda includes farm transition and succession. That might be a time where they would be included in on the meeting. Rory, as far as location, does that matter? Uh, and as far as environment, what kind of environment is needed to have a successful meeting? Yeah. Again, we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that uh, participants feel comfortable, that uh, they feel welcome. So uh, you want that location to be comfortable and it needs to have enough space for all the participants. Uh, it could be the farm shop, farm office, uh, depending upon the agenda and the style of the person running the meeting. Uh, Maybe it's a place where you have a whiteboard or some type of flip chart to take notes or, or put some important points down. Uh, occasionally, it might even be a good idea to move off-site, maybe to a more neutral location and, and use more of a, a retreat format. Again, depending upon those agenda items. And, you know, of course, I think snacks and beverages never hurt. They never do. You're right. You're right. Um, well, we covered a lot, as we always do with you, Rory, um, about farm meeting, uh, farm business meetings today, but uh, obviously things might have gone past people. Um, what final points or comments do you have to, to kind of really hammer home the idea? And, and as always, when we wrap up our program, how can people find out more information? Yeah. Well, for more information, contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office. Our phone number is 330 2648722 and again all of these programs uh, courtesy of WQKT radio are available as podcasts uh, through links on our website at wayne.osu.edu Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office, our guest in studio today talking about the importance of farm business meetings. Rory, as always, appreciate the time. Thanks again for coming in. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Ron.